And what's going on, everybody? Jeff Sheesby here alongside my main man, Ant Latino. This is Short Term High Volatility Investments, a 1.37pm.com podcast where we talk about sports bets. And boy, this last weekend has been a stressful one in the sense that I've had nothing to bet on. I hit Providence plus 630 on that live line down 14 when they were three for 15 from three-pointers. But I love the grind, Ant, of finding the data, of finding the spots, and then having the game come rather than, not that I don't like live betting, but all-star break, eh, not for me. No football, eh, not for anybody. And how'd you cope? What'd you do? A lot of downtime, a lot of children. I had a little bachelor party up in Burlington, oh, Vermont. I don't know okay. if you know, it's, uh, it's cold up there this time. Very cold up there, and that's honestly good because you don't need to use as much refrigeration to keep those beers Just ice cold. Right out there. Just throw them right out there. <sighs> well, how was the bachelor party? What'd you do? Great, you you great a good brews. boy, I hope? Great brews, behave. You didn't do anything yeah. I wouldn't do. No, no. I, uh, I, I get way too hungover to you know misbehave that way, so you really got to control, hydrate. I think I consume just as much liquid IV as the rest of the brews uh, that were out I love there. that. They've some great breweries. The, uh, the Burlington Brew Crew knows what they're doing. Okay. I love that. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually going to Vermont this weekend, hoping to get my hands on some heady toppers, maybe some focal bangers from The Alchemist. I will say, and this isn't a podcast about beers, but I do feel like they've fallen from their, not elite status, but I felt like The, the Alchemist... You know, they were putting out West Coast IPAs on the East Coast before the East Coast had breweries. And that's why I feel like they're regarded in such high esteem. But now with the, the resurgence of a New England juicy, juicy, hazy IPA, I feel like I'd like to see a little more innovation out of them. And maybe they have that at the brewery and, you know, distribution in New York is literally zero out of ten. So whenever right. I can get maybe one, you're it's... Maybe you to the source, right? Maybe you're going to the right place. And, you know, so this is a me problem, not an alchemist problem. Our producer behind the scenes is reminding us right now that IPA equals slow cooker. And Bud Light equals right in the microwave. Yeah, I mean, you want to warm them correctly, right? Low and slow, eight hours for those IPAs. That thing will be ready by dinner. But Bud Light, who cares? Rip it in the microwave. Get that thing piping hot as fast as freaking possible. I appreciate the reminder there, M. But again, enough about beers here, Ant. Second half of the NBA is coming up. Um, and we've got some bets to look at. Any hot takes right off the cup? No, I'm excited to see the second half. I think the big thing I'm looking out for is news out of the Pelicans camp of Zion Williamson. Will he mm-hmm. make a return? Uh, will he show his face? Or will he end up being a New York Knickerbocker sometime down the road? Yeah, um, hopefully. That, one that's day, one maybe. Area to, <laughs> exactly. But I think you bring up a really good point here, Ant. Injuries, injuries, injuries. You know, we've been looking at second half win totals and to make playoff futures for this show. We will have some best bets coming out Thursday, Friday for the weekend. But what I found was one, a lot of lines simply unbettable because they're so, you know, minus 10,000. We'll get there in a second. But two, the lines that are bettable, I thought were only bettable because there's so much uncertainty around who the hell is going to be on the court. You got the Clippers. You've got, as you said, the Pelicans. The Nets are interesting as well. And the Lakers are aging and they're not really banged up, but. Eh. What are we making of it? How are we yeah. approaching it? How do we how do we even cope with so much injury out there? I think it's tough sledding. I think you got to look at the data, which you and I probably did some different sources here to get to maybe some of our second half win totals. Yeah, you know, make miss playoffs like you mentioned. Those lines are pretty egregious. Tough to tough to approach just given where um, you know the market thinks those standings have solidified at this point. But I think once you see the data, then you got to go back and look at some of the narratives, some of the injuries, and just figure out. Does this make sense? Um, you know, one yeah. thing we were talking about as we got into it too. You could bet this two or three ways, right? If you think a team's going to make the playoffs or achieve their win total, then maybe that means somebody else is going to get bumped out. So you mm-hmm. target both 
maybe try to double dip a little bit. That could be a strategy, something to think about. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I looked more at the win total, or yeah, second half win totals. Uh, simply because, you know, using a, a, a quick I know what model we'll use loosely here, but some quick, a quick formula I put together for the last two years using 538 data has profited me two years in a row. I think it was three and two and four and one. Unfortunately, I don't have four or five bets for you today because so many of these lines are literally unplayable. But uh, fingers are crossed that we'll go three for three, year three in a row. Where do we begin? Do well, Ant, I think I we begin... The 22, 22 minutes, which is also, is that in honor of the Yajit shirt here? I got the two, which serves two purposes because, you know, it's Yajit, so you always want to give it up to, to Jeter, the unanimous sure. Hall of Famer. Uh, or maybe not. I think that might have been Mo. I, I stand corrected. But also because yesterday was February 2nd, which was 2 22, 2022. That's a lot of twos. That's a lot of twos. And then Donna just dropped on a Tuesday. I mean, good thing. Did you catch any of that Kanye live stream last night or no? Just watching you guys talk about it in the chat. I was, uh, you know, I was heads, heads down in us in some work. Yeah, respect. Uh, I didn't catch as much as I would have liked, and I don't know if I'm ever going to hear the album because I'm not going to be buying a $200 stem player, but neither here nor there. Let's talk methodology here, Ant. Let's talk my system real quick. Again, system being used very loosely. I am relying pretty heavily on 538.com data. 538, a wonderful publication that takes a data-driven approach to just about everything from politics to basketball to, I don't know, probably consumer trends. Uh, But essentially what they do, and they put out two different projection systems. One is their proprietary Raptor player ratings. The other is an ELL forecast. So uh, the Raptor players are are pretty interesting. It's just essentially their own rankings of, of just about everything. And then they put together what an output should be uh, across uh, a rating of what a full a full healthy squad should be compared to a current on the floor rating. Um, there's a handful of different indiv- indiv- handful of indiv- individual statistics that go into the Raptor ratings. Uh, it's a full 20-minute read on 538.com. Uh, would recommend it because it is interesting. And then ELO ratings. ELO is just a proper pro, uh, a rating system primarily used in chess, um, but essentially is using the difference in skill levels uh, to assign a point value to uh, who wins and who loses. And if, if, the day, if, if a team is so good versus a team that's so bad, doesn't really happen in the, in, in the NBA, but you can actually lose points by not in your ELO ratings by not winning by enough. Um, which back on my ping pong tournament in the old office was actually something that I ran into where I had to stop playing specific players in the office because I was losing the rating of number one. But either way, what I'm using there is that's going to give you two percentages of percentage to make the playoffs. Uh, and then I weight them and how I think they they should be weighted a little bit more on the Raptor ratings. But it does change team to team. Um, and then from there, I have a percentage of, of playoff probability that – Will they make it? Yes or no? And then I juxtapose that with line and what the line Vegas implied probability is. And then, boom, we either have a team that's overvalued or undervalued, and I take that bet. Does that make sense? Perfect. But I definitely recommend that read that he's talking about because it's, it's a helpful site uh, just to dig around into. You can also see 538 does have projected record or win totals based mm-hmm. off of that, which is another thing we'll get into a little bit of how we use it. Yeah, for sure. And so what was interesting to me this year, Ant, uh, kind of twofold. One, I mean, it seems like there's only like four teams that are even eligible to bet here that aren't a minus 10,000 to make the playoffs type scenario. You know, we've got, let's see, I hit a lot of these columns because they're unbettable. But you yeah, you're have, mostly targeting games, teams that are around the play-in. 
right? Yeah, like even the Celtics at minus 1,400, like that, I mean, who's going to play that, right? That's well, a good if bet. You remember back to the show, I gave it out as a minus 190 or something absurd. Oh. Like, you know, I like where that stands. I never bet it, so there we go. Yeah, that would have been juicy. But, you know, in theory, that has value here. 538 has them at 99% on Raptor and 99% on ELO. Minus 1,400 only implies a 93% chance but again, I'm not going to lay 1400 on this. You know, you've got the Nuggets here at minus 5000, the Jazz at minus 20000, the Mavericks at minus 10000, right? All of the best teams in the league are simply unbettable right now. So that leaves us with a bit of a hodgepodge. I was looking at uh, you know, it's percent difference, right, between the my my projected percentage in Vegas. Uh, there's only one, two, three, four, five teams that are left that have a delta percentage difference greater than 5%, which means that, what, 25 teams are laying between 5% either way. And then you're talking about, like, standard deviations. Like, that's not big enough of a delta for me to, to proclaim an edge. I mean, maybe it is, but I, it just doesn't feel right for me to play these coin flip games when the projected odds and the Vegas odds are about the same. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's super fair. I mean, even just jumping around a little bit to the win totals, you know, I was looking at some of those 538 projected records, right, based on yeah. the Raptor, based on full strength, which obviously you have to take with a little bit of a grain of salt. But assuming a lot of these teams are going to get healthy and some of this is baked in, um, you know, out of the 30 teams, I think, let me just count those up real quick. Big Excel guy, big Excel guy. Well, out of the 30 numbers. teams, 21 of them were plus or minus a half, right, of where mm-hmm. Vegas is setting the full updated regular season odds compared to the 538. So you're talking complete coin flip, right? One game is literally going to swing that swing that bet, win or loss, over or under. And that, to me, was not super surprising because, you know, you right. only have 22 to 25 games left, some, some really good projections and some really good data out there, but also just interesting to see it on the page, right? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, a couple other things I was looking at, uh, remaining schedule win percentage, you know, trying to gauge strength of schedule to to find a spot. And then also did look at trying to compare odds of similar teams, which is this is not an apples to apples comparison, but to overall point differential. And something that was very interesting to me, the Knicks and the Lakers have the same average point differential, minus 1.5. Uh, the Lakers are obviously right around 500, so that makes sense. The Knicks are nine games under 500. But if you were to handicap off of uh, point differential, one, minus 1.5, not good enough probably for the Lakers. But two, the yes to make the playoffs for the Knicks is, what, plus 2,000. The yes for the Lakers is plus 100. And again, not similar scenarios. We're nine games back for the Knicks. They might just tank for a lottery pick. Because Kemba and Evan Fournier clearly were not the offseason acquisitions that we needed, even though Fournier is a stud on both sides of the floor. <laughs> That's interesting to me, right? And you know, I think the Lakers is what I want to hone in on here. You texted me earlier this week, oh, Lakers at minus 120 to yes to make the playoffs. Interesting. Yeah, now it's what, plus 100, minus 130 towards the no. Correct. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things that it's like, who would ever think that LeBron James might not make the playoffs? Russ Westbrook? You know, Carmelo Anthony, like these are playoff guys. Where where are you playing this? How are you viewing this? What's the what's the vibe? I mean, look, all the numbers say, like you said, um, to take the no against the playoffs, probably to take the under from mm-hmm. a win total standpoint as well, which I'm just trying to flip down to. I mean, they're projected, you know, they need to get to 36 and 46 
Um, no, sorry. Rather, they need to get to 39 wins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to go 12 and 12 in the back half of the year. Not a crazy record when you just look at it, the 12 and 12, but that would jump them um, to 38 and a half above the 11 and a half uh, wins that they need for the second half of the season. The 538's got them projected at 36 and 46, and mm-hmm. they have the third toughest strength of schedule, to your point. Yep. Right? So everything there is pointing towards the, um, you know, the under. I was a little surprised at the 20% to still make the playoff, but that's because they are sitting in that play-in game. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is probably that, you know, in your gut, right, where I would struggle with this, even though the data says yes. Can I trust a healthy LeBron and Anthony Davis to win two playoff games, two play-in games against some of these squads? And I'd probably lean towards yes, right? And, and that's where I struggle with the data versus where I could see this in a – because, again, my, our, your bet's cash, right, on the yes. Right if they win those two playing games. Yeah, for sure. And what's so interesting to me, obviously they haven't been full strength. AD's been banged up for, for a lot of it. But, you know, my mind always comes to, like, playoff LeBron is going to show up and this is going to be a different team. But LeBron this year is averaging 29, 7, and 6. 8 and, eight and 7, really, if you round up. Like, playoff LeBron is already here. And they're still at that record. I thought what was really interesting is, you know, you look at other teams that are banged up. I would say the Nets being one of them. Uh, the Nets' current um, rating in terms of uh, strength or whatever or, or is 14.55. Not great. Good in this category is 1,600 or above, maybe even 1,550 or above. Their current rating is 14.55, but their full strength rating is 16.19. That's interesting. Clippers, similar, right? You've got Kawhi and George out. Current rating, 14.78. Full strength, 16, 17, right there in, in the competing, you know, could get lucky, could win this thing. You look at the Lakers here, their current rating, 1441, but their full strength rating is only 1509. So it's like one of these things are not like the other. You know, the history, of course, on their side, blasphemous that they would not be as good as the eighth seed, but I don't know, man. I'm leaning yeah, towards that I mean, no sitting, minus 130. They're sitting in the ninth seed right now. Um, they are six games out of sixth place. So it seems unlikely that they would catch anyone to get out of the play-in, right? which mm-hmm. is obviously um, at this point in the league, seven, eight, nine, and 10. Minnesota, maybe in the Western Conference, could get there and catch somebody. They're only two and a half games out of sixth. Um, Clippers sitting there at four and a half. I think Clippers are another interesting case. Do they get Kawhi and or PG back? You know, another kind of right. injury thing. You're, you're looking at the, the Clippers, Lakers, and Nets are definitely – you know, three teams in the mix, obviously two here in the Western Conference that we're talking about, that could get really interesting come playoff time because if you get those guys back healthy with some more rest, I wouldn't want to play them, you know? And when you just take a step back for me and look at Minnesota is the youth movement, right? Clippers, like I said, super unhealthy. Then you have the Lakers. Uh, The Trailblazers currently sitting in 10th. They could slide, maybe get replaced by the Spurs or the Pelicans. Mm -hmm. And I think the Kings are distant enough that they're not going to get out. Again, I'll go back to what I said before. It's hard to imagine a healthy LeBron-AD combo losing to anyone there if the Clippers aren't healthy and if the Wolves aren't ready. The Wolves are the only teams that I, that I think can beat them, right? When you go through the Blazers, the Spurs, the Pelicans, and the Kings, none of those teams would scare me, and they probably don't scare mm-hmm. LeBron. Yeah, for sure. And the craziest part here with the ELO and the, and the Raptor, 20% chance to make the playoffs, implied odds, 50%. 
So then it becomes the, the conversation of, is that strength or is that value? And I, I lean value on this one just because everybody loves LeBron. He's the greatest player of all time, yada, yada, yada. So for me, you know, some of the best bets are the most uncomfortable. I'm yep. going to be taking the Lakers. No to make the playoffs. This locks tomorrow, Thursday night at 7, 10 p.m. on DraftKings. Get it in before then. But I'm taking the no to make the playoffs, minus 130. I love that. I love that. I think, like you said, it's uncomfortable, but it, but it makes sense. I'm not going to bet it. I'm going to be watching this one closely. I think some great storylines there with the Lakers unfolding, maybe imploding. And that's kind of what you're hoping for, right? Chip yeah. Russ out of town. Quite literally. Russ, ship Russ out as it rusts because these are some old motherfuckers, but I respect their hustle. All right, and we're at 17 minutes. we got five left. Let's go rapid fire. I want to talk great. about your nets. ELO rating, Raptor, 63% chance. ELO rating, 41%. I've got it at about 60 uh, Vegas implies it at 86%. That yes is minus 650. Obviously, that's a no play. But the no is plus 390. I was looking at that because of that discrepancy. What that doesn't take into account, of course, is their full strength rating at 1619 versus 1455. So those 63, 40, you know, ELO ratings clearly projecting the current team. But you got to ask yourself, Durant's still a few weeks away. Joe Harris, is he coming back? Is Ben Harris or Ben Simmons in playing shape? Is Kyrie only playing away games? I mean, if two or three of those things goes wrong, then the no is a fantastic bet. If all of those things kind of right the, right the ship, I'm lighting money on fire. What do you think? We sh- if all those things flip or a couple of them flip, we'll be talking about the Nets in the NBA Finals. And, right. You know, that's that. Because we did just sign Goran Dragic. I love that. Him. That's actually a great signing. Great you know, depth. The a, team is great a, depth. A poor man's Kyrie. The other night, and even just watching Patty Mills run around, uh, watching Seth Curry work himself in. Uh, mm-hmm. Andre Drummond had a tough one, but I think getting a little bit bigger um, mm-hmm. and, and some size to combo with Lamarcus Aldridge and Nicholas Laxton will be good in the long run. But they need the star power, right? They need to see Simmons, Kyrie, Durant meshing with each other, getting on the court, and I think that's, that's going to be interesting. But just to piggyback off that, the yes at minus 650 there, the no at plus 390, you jump up to the Clippers in the Western Conference in a similar mm-hmm. play-in sure. slide. They have implied odds to make the playoffs at 64%, one tick higher than those nets at 63%. The yes there is sitting at minus 170, and the no at plus 130. Yeah, I lean toward the yes there. I had it at a 65% uh, chance of making the playoffs on the, the model I was working with versus 63, a 2% delta there. Not fantastic. Ultimately, not going to play it because Kawhi said he's hoping to come back in March, but unconfirmed he has been practicing but without defenders he has been working out uh batoon had a good interview i guess last week about talking about these guys coming back but george there's no update on his elbow and you know what what really conflicted me is i don't want to play the injury card you know i think it's too risky at minus 170 to touch but at the same time the clippers here they don't have a draft pick this season so there's no like tanking alternative for them right it's it's win or, or nothing which i thought was interesting if Kawhi comes back i think for sure they make it even without george but if both of them don't come back that's a major concern and like who the hell knows yeah no i agree so where are you on the Nets? Is that a no play too? Nets for me is going to be a no play. I lean towards the no, but again, too much uncertainty there, which for some might be why you bet it, right? A lot of uncertainty. Take plus 390. Like that's that's pretty juicy. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll sprinkle a half unit on it when we hang up here. But that I don't want to touch. The only game I do want to touch, I think, is, is the Hawks plus 160. I thought that was super interesting. I've got them at – hold on. Let me sort my sheet here. 
Uh, 49% chance of making the playoffs. Vegas is implying it at 38%. Um, so at plus 160, I think I'm, I'm getting a little bit of value there. And their record, what, they're one game under 500. Their point differential is like, I think, plus 0.5. So it's right there as well. Some upside? I don't know. What do we think about the Hawks? Definitely some upside. And I'm going to parlay this and your yes to make the playoffs right into an over on the win total standpoint. So when I, again, compared 538 projected wins, projected record to what, where these teams need to be in the second half. Um, you know, I need a total of 41 and a half, right, to go over mm-hmm. this updated Atlanta Hawk number. It's juiced minus 115 both ways, so you're getting decent odds. You're not, you know, paying the price to go over or under. Mm-hmm. Uh, 538's got them projected at 43 to 39, so a Love one that. and a half game discrepancy, right, which again, I mentioned 21 of these were at just a plus or minus a half. So when you started getting into the one and a half or two and a half spots, it was definitely intriguing. So this is mm-hmm. sitting at one and a half. But this, the piece that takes it one step further is looking at some of the playoff odds you mentioned. They're going to be in the mix. They're going to be fighting for a spot. You're, you're taking the yes there. They also have the 26th ranked out of 30 strength of schedule remaining, right? So Love good that. spot trending upwards to, to, to pair with where 538's projection, what that strength of schedule should say. So I will take the over 41.5 at minus 115 for the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, and I know we're pushing up on time here. Also something interesting to consider when we're talking about current squad rankings from 538 you've got the mavericks at 1599 35 and 24 you've got the warriors at 1598 they're 42 and 17 you got the raptors at 1574 at 32 and 25 you got the nuggets at 1574 at 33 and 25 and then we've got the hawks at 1568 like right there at 28 and 30. So one of those things is not like the other, right? They're underperforming their rating. And even though you go keep going down this list, below them, you got the Cavs at 15, 22. They're 35 and 23. And you got the Bulls at 14, 96. They're 38 and 21. So combined with the, the, the strength of schedule, as you called out, and how they're ranked against similar squads, I think we're primed for a second half push from this, this Atlanta Hawks team. Yeah, and just to keep that going in the East, I know we'll wrap this up quickly. I, there's another under I like, and a few more I'll rattle off towards the end. But I think the two I'm going to bet are definitely that Hawks. And then for the Bulls, I'm going to go under. So they're at 50 and a half. Now, the problem mm-hmm. here is you're paying a little bit of a price because the over is juiced to minus 105. The under, okay. you're going to pay a little bit at minus 125. But again, 50 and a half, they've had a great – they're actually tied for first. The baby Bulls maybe the surprise of the, the first half of the NBA season paired with maybe the Cleveland Cavaliers. So five thirty eight got and the Grizzlies, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's true. And you know, Grind City. At least with Ja, you knew they'd be in the mix, right? For um, sure. But five thirty eight's got them projected at forty eight thirty four. That's two and a half games underneath that cushion that you need to clear fifty one mm-hmm. wins, which was interesting to me and jumps off the page. Again, you don't have that many games at a minus plus or minus two and a half, right? Right. The other thing you pair with that is they have the second hardest strength mm-hmm. of schedule down the stretch. Only behind the box. So they're walking right into a gauntlet, and I took it a step further to actually look at some of these teams because, again, that's just winning percentage that can skew a little bit. But right at the gate, these are in order. It, they play the Hawks, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Hawks, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Pistons, should be a lot. Cavs, Sacramento Kings, easier. Um, Jazz, Suns, Raptors, Bucks, Pelicans, who will be fighting. Mm-hmm. Cavs. Knicks, Washington, maybe a little bit of relief. Knicks are always playing them tough, right? Yep. Clippers, Heat, Bucks, Celtics, Hornets, T-Wolves. I Exclusively mean, playing the best teams in the league in the second 100%, half of the season. right? Like, I, I rattled off and then I stopped while we were doing it. One, two, three, four, five. 
four or five teams that won't be in the playoff hunt most likely yeah. maybe not as scrappy but you don't know what those teams are going to be doing the rest of that For schedule sure. is is tough yeah that's honestly the only reason why i haven't even put a flyer on my knicks here they're plus 2000 um <laughs> i have them at one percent the yeah. vegas implied odds are at five percent so clearly not a good bet but they open against the heat the sixers the sixers on a home to home back to back Suns and Clippers. I mean, they might come off this all-star break a quick 0-5. If they don't, when they rattle off that 5-0 and for the second half push, then I will be taking a shittier line on my New York Knickerbockers. But exactly. At this and, point, and the, I can't. The only it. last play I have, I think those two as officials and the third official we'll go with here, is the Oklahoma City Thunder okay. under 24.5. It gets a little sweaty. gets a little uncomfortable because it's such a small number. They need to go 7-17. and 17 to get over that number. So again, I'm looking at six and uh, 18 or better, um, you know, to stay under the number, but 538's got them projected at 22. So again, that strong two and a half, you know, win discrepancy. And then they're sitting at 14. So kind of smack in the middle from a strength of schedule standpoint. So what I'm hoping here that plays with it as well as the narrative of just OKC needing to, wanting to, continuing to tank. Now those guys can be scrappy at times, but again, you know, I'll, I'll Triple double machine, Mr. Right. Giddy. I mean, Mr. look Giddy. out. Man from down it's going to be the last game of the season. The dude's going to go off for like a quadruple <laughs> double and hit that seventh win, you know, or that eighth win, whatever you don't need. Uh, and then we'll drink another martini. Out of respect. <laughs> All right, so quick summary here. I'm looking at the Hawks to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 160. I'm looking at the Lakers to miss the playoffs. No, or make the playoffs. No, miss the playoffs. Yes, at minus 130. Ant, and you've got a couple things as well. Yep, we are going Hawks over 41.5. should be minus 115. Again, these are all DraftKings lines that we've been looking at shop around, but DraftKings had some great options available. Uh, The Chicago Bulls under 50.5, so a little dip from them in the second half at minus 125. And the OKC Thunder and Mr. Giddy himself has got a great head of hair to continue tanking under 24.5 total wins at minus 125. All right, and that's a wrap. We said 22 minutes. It's been 26, but we did talk about beers for the first five, so that doesn't really count. Thank you guys for listening. As always, this is, this was, this always will be short-term high volatility investments.